Welcome to episode four of the If You Know You Know podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Tace. And I'm your host, B. Cherie, and we are recording live at B. Cherie Studio. Grab your favorite cocktail, settle in, and welcome to If You Know You Know. All right, today we're uh, joined by the talented fashion designer, James Mays of M-Line for the city. We're so happy to have you today. We want to talk about how you left your mark on the fashion industry one drop at a time. So welcome to our show. Thank you all for having yes. me. Appreciate how, it. How you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling, I'm excited. I'm trying to, I'm ready to, because yeah, to, to, I, I like y'all energy, so I'm excited. Thank you so much. That's sweet. All right, we can, we can pour up then. You know, we was kind of waiting to officially get started to pour up, so I'm, I am ready for a cocktail, like for real, for real. So, James, what is your go-to drink? What do you have um, here? So, I used to drink Douce. Douce was my go-to drink for a few years, and I just switched to Casamigos. Well, I just switched to Reposado like five months Casamigos ago. Casamigos? Casamigos, or Don Julio. 1942, any type of, I felt, Duce was putting me to sleep. I went outside mm. a bunch of times. Mm. You, you, you did. I got a video in my phone from when we was in the uh, shop. You was on the floor. Uh -oh. Out. Oh. Out. Yeah, I was faking that day. Oh, no, I was no, really bro. tired and I wanted to oh, take a nap no. and they didn't want to leave me alone. So I remember that day. You was out. You was out on the floor. But my, my choice of drink is, is definitely Reposado. Reposado keeps me like super high and turned up, energetic, cool. I feel like. Cool, 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 so. cool, cool, I like that, I like I'm that. I'm gonna be tired off the episode. Okay, if you could be, well, be sure, I think I know your go-to, is that, your go-to is like Duce or Hennessy? Yep, brown. Very yep. nice. Brown is it. Okay. I think mine is, I switch up based on seasons, but as of right now, it's that, mm -hmm. What kind of seasons? Seasons, so like spring, summer, I'll probably be on white. Mm -hmm. Tito's Action, mm -hmm. or, Hendrix if I'm feeling spicy. Okay. And then um, during winter times, I might try and go more into like the darker side, like Grand Marnier. Mm -hmm. So you just with whatever. Absolutely. Mm, they said gin make yeah. you sin. That's what I heard. <laughs> that's, that's what I know. That's, actually what, that's I know. what you know. You Beatrice, is this yours here? Uh, actually, I'm in a mug, so I just need a little ice and a little lemonade, and we cool. We cool beautiful, with that. beautiful, beautiful. Yup. Okay, so if you could be any cocktail, what cocktail would you be? Casamigos. A, a cocktail. Oh, cocktail? A like, oh, gotta be a drink. Like, I gotta, gotta name the drink? Yeah. Uh, a margarita, I guess. That's the, Ooh, that's the okay. most versus, you know, that's the most womanized drink, I think. Like, okay. a margarita. Mm. So. Womanized? What do you mean by that? Like, that's a woman. It's really a woman's drink. So, mainly, like, mainly women ask for margaritas. Mm, you know mm. what I'm saying? Okay. Oh, so you won't so. be with the women one? Of course. Basic. Okay. Okay. No, okay. That's right. Okay. Ishri, what about you? Oh shit. Um, I'm. I probably. Now look at me telling you it got to be a cocktail, and I'm about to say I would want it to be. <laughs> Do say neat. <laughs> I would probably go for something like a a cognac sour. You know, uh, I still get my brown in there, but it's a little smooth. It's a little sour, a little tart. But at the end of the day, it comes in like it's usually served in like a you know, mm. rocks glass, so it's a little strong, you know, at the I same time. I got one more I want to add in there. It's, Go ahead. It's, a, it's called a, a, a sidecar. So when I used to drink mm. Douce, mm -hmm. I used to drink a sidecar. So somebody put me on, like, sidecar, and that's, like, the the diva drink. The, the diva drink. Have you yeah. ever but had like, that one from uh, Rose Chris? 
No. Oh, you got a, ha- no, a blueberry sidecar. I put you like on. A, a, a sidecar mm. is, is like one of those drinks. But I've only been drinking for like five years. Really? Yeah, I, heard I don't that. believe that. You said Not 25 years old? I started drinking when I made 30, 31. So Damn. What, like, why? What made you start? Like, uh, I used to drink like really like on my birthday of me and the guys used to go to Vegas for Memorial Weekend. So I'll drink a little bit then, I'll drink for my birthday, and that was it. Okay. When's your so, birthday? Uh, June 22nd. Ah, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. So why weren't you drinking, if you don't mind me asking? I just don't like the taste. I, I don't like the taste, but I like the feeling that That's it gives me. That's kind of childish, nah. but... <laughs> I don't, so... But the feeling yeah. is good. My first drink came when I was about 26. My first ever drink, maybe, like 26. Mm. And then, like, wow. actually... Drink. I didn't drink. I didn't really start drinking until I got a brand. Okay. Until okay. I started my brand. Okay. All right. Oh. Okay. I see how so, it's. So no, I used to be. No, this how my best friend used to. We used to be in the bar. So she'll she'll be at the bar. She's super like on time. Mm-hmm. So she'll be at the bar as soon as I walk in the door. She like. Here. Here drink, and then we started going out more and more and more. And then I just really like the feeling that it gives you. I don't like to say that. What's that, that feeling? <laughs> you feel more free. You feel more like you feel what's in your head. And mm-hmm. I'm like a fun person in my head. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like more loose. No and more. overthinking. You're just a little yeah. more relaxed, more loose. Wow. I like that. I feel like I'm going to tell you my drink. And then I really want to get into like what's that like? Like how you're able to like come alive when you drink? Mm-hmm. Because I feel the same way sometimes. But that may not be good, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so if I had to be a cocktail, I would be a dirty, my personality is definitely a dirty martini. Mm. Why? Kettle one. Because um, it's, it's served up. It's straight to the point. It's very sophisticated. It's, it's oh, rather it's, girly. It's sophisticated if it's, it's dirty. Yeah. Yeah, it's Such clean, it's clean, but it's dirty. It's dirty, but it's clean. Like, it's clear. Mm-hmm. So don't you don't know. know. It's like a mystique to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I just kind of don't understand. It's not a mystery to it. I mean, when I think dirty, I think, yeah, I get think some other stuff in my like head. Like what? So. Freaky stuff. Mm. From a woman's standpoint. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. I think I love, that's the reason kind of why like, I love food. Like my brand, Bad Girls Tastes Better. Like, that's like the, the innuendo. It's like the sex appeal behind it. But dirty martini, I love seeing yeah, it's like it. a sex appeal. Make it extra it's dirty. It's a sex appeal. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. uh, but it's, it's sophisticated. It's classy. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool, cool. Do you think that drinks can, well, you said it already, that it's more of a womanized drink. So you do agree that some drinks are more feminine and others are more yeah, masculine. Yeah, if you're, not, if you're not mixing your drink with just Coke or Sprite, everything else is like womanized. So wow. any mixer, sour, cranberry, pineapple, To me, punch. I mean, that's what I would, that's what I get. Um, you know, you get men, they uh, Coke and, uh, Hennessy, Jack and Coke, Jack and Coke or okay. you know Chronic what I'm Coke. Yeah, so like something with Sprite or that's it. But everything that's like boring. any type of juice, that's what we, that's men. Any type of like juice mm-hmm. or any type of mixtures, then it's what like, about a lemon drop? Definitely, <laughs> that's that's probably number two or three on the list. Like uh, something served up, like what is it matter about the glassware? Does that make a difference? That does. Don't oh. put sugar on my top. Don't put sugar so like on you my wouldn't top. hold, you not holding. I put a my wine pinky, I put my pinky out sometimes. You put your pinky out. Is yeah. it more like with a teacup, or are you gonna hold at. like a drink with yeah. a stem? Yeah. Okay. 
I drink. Right. I really drink out whatever. I just don't want no sugar on my room. Got no it. sugar, no salt. No salt. <laughs> yeah, my, my friends don't claim. If they see me he with sugar like or salt on my room, I drink margaritas. I like because I like my drinks like fruity, not too strong. Yeah. So, but you can't put sugar or salt on my yeah. room. So. so for the people that don't really know James mm-hmm. uh, M Line, uh, what what would be like your elevator pitch? What would that be? Like, what would you tell people? Just. Uh, I think that I'm super creative. I'm cool. I think I'm honest. And I'm just, I don't know, I'm a people person. You know what I'm saying? I just want to see everybody, like, kind of just have fun and enjoy. Because this is a, we got a short time here. Mm. We don't have an elevator pitch pretty much. So we're in the elevator. You're not about to tell me that because I'm not really asking, like, you know, what are your characteristics? So what's your elevator pitch? So for me, it would just flat out be, I'm B. Cherie. I am a wedding planner and event designer here in New Orleans, Louisiana. I also coach and help other creatives be able to share their unique stories in a way and manifest visions that are bold and colorful. Oh, that's that like, would be my that's elevator. Like elevator pitch. That's yes, right. I'm all the way up. Your I'm, that's brand. my first time ever hearing okay, that term. Perfect. So, so yeah. you summing up me. your brand and what you do in a way who that you, you can sell it, okay. who you serve. So that way, if you so the, the the theory behind it is, if you were in an elevator, you only get so many seconds mm-hmm. or up to two minutes to, to talk. Say who is so what you, you say do. who you are, what yeah. you do, and that way you either will connect that quickly or you not. So we need you to get that get 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 the picture. What would his be? Um, if I had to give James an elevator pitch as a coach, I would say, hey, I am James Mays M-Line. I put on for my city. I'm a fashion designer who uh, believes in the culture and also want to make sure that all my pieces are unique or something of that nature, just off the top of my head. But you do have a flagship store, so you would definitely incorporate that. You also are very big on, like, building community within friendships and stuff like that, so you can also kind of... Throw that in there. So it's like a quick biography. It's a quick, a quick little okay. Y'all put me on, so I never heard the term elevator pitch. Yeah, but it makes we got, sense. We get I think we, I mean, if I'm in an elevator with a woman, it's probably, I ain't <laughs> pitching, you pitching that. that. Yeah, I'm cool. I'm not I'm really kind. pitching that. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, humble. I'm trying I'm to get nice. you to tell I me your like pitch. I'm like margaritas, bitch, do you? <laughs> 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 okay, cool, cool, cool. What yeah, would be yeah. your elevator pitch? Hi, my name is Natalie <laughs> Taste. Taste good. Uh, I own a brand called You're in a Fat Girl. And I connect with people through food and experiences. Yep. Easy. Straight to the I'm point. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what's it. Cool. Short like and sweet. That. I like that. Hmm. So uh, let's kind of dive into the fashion world. Like, that's what we're we here for, to learn about okay. Mr. M-Line, the fashion designer. So uh, what what are, like, some of the things that you feel like you will want people to know about you as a fashion designer before we get into like deep diving into our questions? Um, I think that I would want people to know that that my, what you see in the now is not my goal. You know what I'm saying? I have like a goal to become one of the fashion brands in the world mm-hmm. or one of the fashion designers and wherever the that biggest. journey, of course the biggest, but wherever that journey that like takes there. me, you know what I'm saying, I'm willing to go. I have, I seen something yesterday where somebody posted that there aren't any black design, black luxury designers striving, you know what I'm saying? And there's a person that I know, not from here, but I know him, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I took that as like disrespect. 
So oh, basically, so. he was saying like he don't know any luxury brands that are striving to get like beyond just the scope of where they are. Like that's he what just said. He don't like he thrive, feel like thrive, they're just thriving. Oh, like yeah. they y'all no, like no black it's designers. It's no black black luxury designers. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I consider myself one of those people. I know a lot. You know of what I'm saying? But we have it's it's. And being in New Orleans and being from New Orleans, the money market is not where it is in mm-hmm. L.A., New York. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if I started out in L.A. or New York, my price points would be three times, mm-hmm. four mm-hmm. times. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So I think the price point may have people, you know, may, it puts you in a box and make people look at you a certain type of way. Mm-hmm. So I think, I don't know, I just kind of felt disrespected with it. Cool. Yeah, I, I, it's a, to me, it's a very disrespectful statement, but it's also a very um, ignorant statement, mm-hmm. honestly, because that go to show you that they're not technically doing their research. There is a lot of black designers that are thriving, um, fashion designers. that he kind of he was trying to compare it to Louis Vuitton and Gucci. You know what I'm saying? So, a lot of times, people don't read into potential. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They read into like the now mm-hmm. and that they may not see you as a competition to a Louis Vuitton, a Gucci, or Givenchy, or something mm-hmm. like that, you know what I'm saying? But in reality, you you can be that. I can be that right now, you know what I'm saying? But it's all on, because think about it, if somebody would rather come buy something from me than go to Saks, then mm-hmm. it's that. Technically. You know what I'm saying? One thing I teach my, my brides, like specifically my couples, Luxury is a feel. It's not always right, just a right. price tag. So we so used to like putting a price tag behind it or that, but luxury is really like a feel and it's a certain level of quality. So right. if we really start to pay attention to these pieces and pay attention to things, then you'll really look into like the fine detail of some of the work and the artistry that goes behind it, then you'll kind of elevate what your definition of luxury yeah. is too. I mean that but you if you Take your time and like compare the quality. It's not a. It's just small. It's a small difference in yeah, it. a lot of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. But so the price is what messes with people' mind frame. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. If I had my T-shirt cost six hundred dollars, like you're gonna take care of it different. Yeah, it's you're like not gonna put it in the washer. Pricing. You're not gonna. You know what I'm saying. When your T-shirt it costs under sixty dollars, I'm gonna put it in the washing machine. That's right. You know yeah. what I'm saying because I feel like I can afford to buy another uh, one no. if something mm-hmm. happens. If it was six hundred then you're not putting this in the washing machine. You're not even gonna bring it to the dry cleaner the first time. Mm-hmm. You might wear it about three, Two, four three times, times before you, before you right. even try to wash it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's a perception that we don't understand, I feel like. Well, I think everyone's you know, entitled to their own opinion, so I think just let that be that. And I really don't want that to offend you. No, that, it's not, it's really not that. You feel disrespected though, that shouldn't really touch you. It, yeah, if you tell me I ain't fresh, he's a friend. You yeah. say it's a friend. It's somebody that it's somebody I'm cool, cool with, with. You know okay. what I'm saying? But like I say, he's not from here as well, so mm-hmm. I'm sure I'm not on his daily mindset. But it was so a I tweet. Understand that? I understand that? It was on someone on Instagram. Yeah, like you know that's saying? like but crazy. Nah, like I'm still gonna I'm still gonna feel disrespected because mm-hmm. you see me. I see absolutely mm-hmm. definitely see you. You know what but... I'm saying? And I'm not saying in the comp in competition he see me. I'm just saying you see me thriving and working, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but they don't, that's the thing that they don't look at you as potential to be mm-hmm. one of those mm-hmm. people, you know what I'm saying? That's, so uh, I don't it's not, it's it. not nothing that's gonna, that's, that stuff like that make me work harder. 
Hmm, we're gonna you get to that. Yeah, so. we're gonna talk about that a little bit later. But we did see James the Chew design Larry Morrow's Royal Courts Ensemble for the second line mm -hmm. of the Six Boys Shepherd. Yes, that was fire. So we really want to know, like, what was the inspiration behind that entire collection? Um, it was it was something like it was made to be different than what they normally do. Mm -hmm. So usually, like in the second line world, they do a lot of like suits. Um, shoes like Oxfords and mm -hmm. stuff they, they put on hats so when I designed it <clears throat> the lady who was over the production mm -hmm. she didn't really want us to do it you know oh, what wow. I'm saying yeah like, shout out to Larry Larry was just like man nah this is what we doing this is what we going That's with you know what I'm saying and <clears throat> which I knew that coming into it and, and wearing this it would be a it would be a shift mm -hmm. because it's something totally it wasn't like when you put on a suit, you like, you dapper, you kind of like, it's like, it's just too serious to me. It's conservative. You're, you're yeah, restricted really to a degree. We in a world where, like the fashion world right now is not really in that particular state unless you go into a certain type of event. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I knew like this particular design would, it'll, it'll make a shift. And I went with like the leather pants because that was like, mm -hmm. that was vintage second line mm -hmm. vibes mm -hmm. to me, you know what I'm saying? That's what was going on in like 91, 92. Okay, so speaking of that, girl, yeah, so. what's your favorite like New Orleans era of fashion? New Orleans era? Um, yeah, like that, around that time, 90, 93, 91 to 96, 97, my mama era. Mm -hmm. It used to be on some other sh like. What's like some of the pieces for the people that aren't sure of what? Like leather, leather, Pencil skirts with a matching, Ooh, like, like biker style, mm. leather jacket, you know what I'm saying? The Gucci knee high boots and the, the Prada look, like just a, a bunch of stuff, like, you know what I'm saying? All of the guys used to wear the ballets and the, everybody had on gold. Everybody had golds in their mouth. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was really a, it was a fashion show, you know what I'm saying? It, and I feel like now, like certain second lines, Second line holidays are fashion show. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I feel like back then it was always a fashion show. It's who coming out wearing what and who looking the best. Did you grow up in the ones going the second line? Uh, when I was super young, my mom used to take me. But as I got to be like middle aged, no, it used to be around my in my neighborhood. So it was very, it was normal to me. So I'm not really. I'm just playing football and you know what I'm saying. I really did enjoy the collection, like the, what was it, um, a cardigan? Mm -hmm. Like a really puffy cardigan with the design on it. I know that's, was it the M-line design, the yeah, flowers? The flowers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, and the crazy part when, when we made it, um, it came it came out wrong, it came out all the way wrong. So I had to bring it to the seamstress and have it redone. So the sweater was supposed to be reversible, but they made two sweaters and then the, the middle part where the buttons is and around the collar was the wrong color. So we had to take one of, one of the sweaters. From each. No, we took one of the sweaters and cut that up and replaced the middle and the collar and stuff. So how how was, many days before that did that happen? A week. Ooh, you was yeah, shitting. Yeah, sure. Ooh, you it, was it, sick. It, it just it all it all lined up the right way. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know. It just came out perfect. I didn't I didn't know that I would get the the response that we mm -hmm. got. You know what I'm saying? I know it would be like a shift and people would like it, but not. 
you know what I'm saying? People talk about that for like a week. Absolutely. Yeah, I saw that down the timeline for sure. Yeah, the, the, the lady who was over the, the group, she called me personally. Like, I don't know. She said, I don't think nobody could ever come behind me. Period. At wow. We don't want to do it. Yeah. So no, no, not on. the one that she was over the production. I'm talking okay. about the lady who was over the whole like group. Got it. Got okay. It. Yeah. Got it. So. Okay. So you talked about New Orleans fashion. Given that people feel that New Orleans is behind, right? Mm. In everything that that we do. Um, would you like to see the development of the fashion industry come here? Like with being able to have manufacturers and wholesalers and things like that here? Or do you feel that like it's best that we keep it the way it is and we allow um, to outsource? For the betterment of the the like the financial of the the city, like to bring more money in. Yeah, that would be perfect. You know what I'm saying? I do feel like that also would make it more easier for people to, which is, uh, it could be a good thing and a bad thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, you speaking on bringing, like you say, bringing manufacturers in. Yeah, so you know, like if you go to Houston, or if you go to LA or, or Texas or LA or New York, I mean, they LA, have LA like- LA New York is your only fashion mm -hmm. where they have like, of real fashion districts, okay. you know what I'm saying? Everywhere else is just kind of like companies that start up okay. and trying to, you know what I'm saying, monetize off of the fashion districts being mm -hmm. so far away, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So in that instance, do you feel that that will like work? No, here? I don't think it should, I, I don't know, because like I said, we have our, New Orleans is so small, you know what I'm saying? Our money market is not big. So it's like, I don't know if it will work for who, whatever manufacturer would mm -hmm. bring it. You know what I'm saying? But on top of that, to fizzle out the, the people that's not really doing it for the right, right reasons, mm -hmm. no, I think that it should be hard work put into trying to find your manufacturer, trying to come up with a creative idea, trying to do, you know what I'm saying? If we got a, this big factory and they looking to bring, looking to do business, everybody walking in there could, mm -hmm do whatever they could start a brand they could you know what i'm saying so for that for the the if it was somebody like myself or one of the other bigger brands down here yeah that would having it right there being accessible yes mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but if you haven't put the work in no mm -hmm. okay okay um this is so good honestly so i feel as though in this business because i'm also sell a few clothes so if somebody comes to you and asks you like hey like i really like this piece if they if you haven't seen them like in the field it's kind of like disrespectful to even ask would you agree if i haven't seen them in the field as far as like really putting the work in just to come with for them to ask right um no because it's like every we got to find our knowledge from somewhere mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so it's like i do lead people and if you give if you ask me for something i try to give you my best answer on what I think you should do, where I think you should go. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not, I've given people a couple, a few years ago, I'm, I'm six years in, three years ago, I would give people the address to my factory. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up. Now it's like, uh, it's kind of, you gotta, you gotta know where, you gotta understand where they at with it. Mm -hmm. You know right. what I'm saying? Because when somebody walk into the factory that I'm, getting working at they the first they're going to say i know mline yes whatever once yeah. you say that it's like you okay 
You it's represent me. I don't want you. Yeah. Listen, don't represent me. Represent yeah. yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because you going there talking crazy to these people, and they're gonna feel they're gonna mm-hmm. it's gonna fall back on mm-hmm. me. You know what I'm saying? And on top of that, like I said, you it's like repetition on what, like when you putting stuff out. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I I will always lead anybody in the right direction or give them every resource that I can. You know what I'm saying? So now some of the companies that I used to work with in the beginning, they got good work, but they might don't communicate good. You know what I'm saying? I will give you that if you, but I'm gonna let you know the communication is a little bad over there, but I'll give you the address. You know what I'm saying? And there's a there's a, at least 10 to 15 people in New Orleans that can vouch and say I gave them the address. I, I agree with you. I agree that it, it, it kind of, it has to have a balance that you gotta kind of, use your discernment and just your energy to fill it because you can give somebody the plug and they can have the wrong intentions of what they do with it. Like you say, it can also be a direct reflection to you where they're not properly representing all the hard work that you put in. And sometimes like I've learned this as an entrepreneur, a certain level of work and research makes you value something a little bit more. You know, so if you, if you don't want this, bootstrapping and doing this over time, you're gonna appreciate the process and understand the bigger picture differently than you would if somebody just was like, here's the entire blueprint, figure it out. And even for that, you can give somebody the whole Rolodex. You don't have this. It's gonna come out like mine as well. So that's why I don't have a problem with giving people certain stuff. And this is a, a situation that I had before I released my brand, I used to go to like different boutiques and different dudes that I know that had clothing brands and asking them, I asked all of them, like, man, what do I need to start? Or if they was in retail, okay, how this work or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And one time, one of the dudes that I know, we still cool, he said, um, he gave me a little info and he was like, man, anything beyond that, I'm gonna have to charge you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, that shit, it was just motivating me. Like, you know I respect it though, as a culture. So I, yeah, I get it. I get it, I understand it. And now I gotta look back at that, you know what I'm saying? How far I've come now, do I respond like that? Mm -hmm. Or do I, listen, nah, man, look, do this, do that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not charging nobody for nothing. If you're not buying the M-Line, I'm not charging you for nothing. You know what I'm saying? That's just me. Mm -hmm. I get it, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. It's just, it depends on where you at and what your intentions are, because he, it could have been his intentions to help others. You know what I'm yeah, saying? So and, I think and he wanted to. He wanted to and be that person that put people like. Yeah, the zone he was in, he wanted to start a company that middleman's um, creating brands. Like he was, he wanted to be like a middleman manufacturer. I get it, but he wasn't there yet. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But me personally, I did not feel a way. I just, that's going to be in my book when I write my book. Yeah. Like everything that all my friends and everybody told me that I couldn't do is kind of like all that motivated me. So him telling me like, you got you to gotta charge me, that made me go do more research. I know that's right. Yeah, it, I can say that we just said it. You go value what you put the work in for and what you invest in. You're huh. going to value it like flat out. You're going to value what you put the work in and what you invest yeah, in. So, but now like I'm not. I ain't, I'm not giving you my, like, that's like me being the biggest drug dealer. I'm not about to walk you into my plug. No. We not, yeah, we ain't doing that, mm. Like, we, ain't some of it, like, some of it, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like, if if I, I got a company that make all my hats, I, I'll give you that. 
definitely I, I, people that make my socks. <laughs> oh, that was true. He did that. Well, you say he, he definitely gave you that one? That's the one thing he gave me, yeah. Um, you want a little more fat? We're gonna talk about it after. All right. Thanks. I ain't never denied Good. her from other. See, <laughs> I forgot that I did that. I appreciate you. See? So, <laughs> it is, I mean, like my my socks. Like, I mean, it's certain stuff, but you gotta yeah. keep to yourself. And then if you come across that company, it's cool. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. But that means if you come, then you put the work in the way. The people that I work with now, I one of my best friends ended up working with them. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then she, she has another career field, but she wasn't in it all the way. That's my perception on it. So she was just like, yeah, man, mm -hmm. take it. Mm -hmm. I'm all the way in it. And I'm trying to find a better situation. Yeah. All my stuff happened organic. Everything that, that I happened, is, it was in time. And like, it just happened organically. I, I could tell y'all some stories that was like, what the, what the hell? Yeah. And it just was organic. It just you meant to one of them. I said, what's yeah, one okay, of them? I'm going to give y'all one story. I'm going to give y'all yeah. one story. So one of the companies that I used to work with, um, I, we kind of like stopped doing work a year ago. I had to, I used to go to California like almost every two weeks because I was 100% in California. So this one lady was making some stuff for me, but I had to get the fabric from another guy. I had to leave. The fabric wasn't going to be ready till Tuesday, but I had to leave the previous Friday. Mm -hmm. So when I, um, I'm like, listen, when you get this fabric, can you deliver it to this okay. address? There you go. Yep. So when he got to deliver the fabric to her, there were two people that didn't like each other for 25 years. Oh, shit. Right? So let me tell you how it even crazy <laughs> gets. So when he, when he left, she called me. She said, why are you working with him? He's not a good person. I know somebody that has better price on the fabric, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. Then when I... Uh, after he left, he called me. He said, why you working with her? She's not a good person. Ah, messy, she, messy. she stole some stuff from me. She stole a project from me. Blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, I bet. I know how to play this. When I got back to California, like the next week, I went to him. I'm like, man, he talked to me again about it. I said, well, look, do you know anybody that I can have, have make my stuff? He like, he, he sat for all the two, three minutes and stared. You know, a two to three minutes stare is a long stare. time. Yeah. So <laughs> that nigga grilled he like, you. I got somebody for you. He called her and she was on the way to him. Mm. I was already by him. And he, as he was calling her, mm -hmm. she was 10 minutes away from him. Mm. She so happened to be a person that makes stuff for a big brand that everybody knows. Yeah. So we talked and, you know, I showed her some stuff and she was like, man, I usually don't take people in, but it's something about you that I feel like I want to help you and I want to, you know. So today we have an awesome relationship. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, she invested into another brand. She's a part owner of another brand now that blew up. Why can't you say it? Huh? Why can't you say it? Who? Yeah, I just, it will give me like an idea. Do you know her though? Do it really? No, I don't. I'm talking about the brand. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, but then because if somebody see this, I mean, it's kind of like put two and two together. together. Okay. okay. We like a good name drop so here. So it's like her, that brand blew up and now organically she had to stop working with me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because she don't really have the time. Mm -hmm. She's making more money with this brand. You know what I'm saying? And at the same token, I, my friend, my, one of my best friends, she like, I asked her, look, man, she's like, yeah, yeah. Mm. And so now I'm almost 100% with the new company. 
Very nice. You know what I'm saying? But we still have a, a good relationship as well. You know what I'm saying? Good. So, and we, she helped me out when she helped me out, but all of that stuff just happens in timing because I was trying to mm -hmm. fizzle out going to, from another company to her. I see that. It happens how it's supposed to happen. And speaking of high fashion brands, I think we should play a game. We're going to like really like quiz you, I think. Something like that. All right. Yeah. What would you even call this game? It's pronounce that. Oh, like that. that. You know how we be like, who that? <laughs> oh, here we go. Pronounce, pronounce that. that. Yes. All right. You ready for this? <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Um, <laughs> so we're going to give you uh, a name or a brand, uh -huh. and then we want you to pronounce it based on how you, you know, how you feel it's pronounced. Hey, you, yeah. Shout out to He said that like, uh. you could have me. Man, say it a little louder. Okay. Calio Projects. Ah, isn't it Calliope? No. I believe it's Calliope. It's Calliope. Calliope. <laughs> yeah. You're from New Orleans. It is definitely Calliope. But is nobody in New Orleans will say that. Well, that's right. Mm He's -hmm. Saint Laurent. Uh, mm -hmm. Try it again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's how they pronounce it when you walk in the store. Yves Saint Laurent. Yves Saint Laurent. <laughs> Yeah. No. Yeah. Don't put the. That's what I said. Yeah. Okay. I just okay. said with my New Orleans accent. You can't. We say pronounce that. It's a French brand. Put some respect on it. Low. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Uh, Loewe. Mm-hmm. They have a V up enough. But that's how they yeah. pronounce it. Ain't no Try way they pronounce that. Loewe. Loewe. There is no V at all. Yeah. Loewe. I wish. Uh. <laughs> that y'all for real? Yeah, real shit. Yeah. Why would they say that? <laughs> go ahead. G Givenchy. Givenchy. Oh, good. Come on. I thought you might go get it. You what you know, but you know, people be like, all right. Okay. Quinoa. 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 Like the, the rice? That's quinoa. <laughs> Whatever you want, sweetie. That's how they pronounce quinoa. the rice. Quinoa. It's quinoa. Hermes. Uh-huh. Hermes. Hermes. Okay, y'all want me to be like... Yeah! Like, <laughs> I mean, we all know how we pronounce it, but like, yeah, what's the proper... I should have explained the game better. What's the proper yeah. pronunciation yeah. of the brand or yes. word? We have that not a read. Niche. I, yes, we had this argument, but do you know that it technically has two pronounced niche and niche? It has two correct pronunciations. You get that argument all the time, like, it's niche, it's niche. Okay. It's actually both. I pray. Nice mm. word. Because I used to say Abris. <laughs> I mean, the black people say, don't say Abris. What did they say? Black Abris? people? Yeah. Like, well, the black Abris. New Orleans culture, they go to the club, true. they're going to say Abris. They say Abris. I definitely used to. Lamin. What is it? Lavon. 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 It's Lavon. Lavon. Right? Lavon. 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 Okay. Mm -hmm. Porsche. 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 Okay. Porsche. Porsche. Cartier. 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 <laughs> Cartier. <laughs> Come on, you gotta drink some more of your drink because I see what's going okay. on here. <laughs> we got more. Look at turn this boot up you because it's so like reserved today. <laughs> I know I'm spelling my stuff correctly. That's what I mean. <laughs> I Incorrectly. know. You, Listen, have you get some people down here. <laughs> you got like seven, eight no, rows. You're trying. Uh, you're trying. You're trying. Well, you got to You got to like, I'm black like, the yeah, We from New Orleans, so. All right, there we go. What's different? that way? Quay. It says key. It's key. Well, I know y'all know. I, I say Quay too. I ain't gonna lie. I say Quay. That's my favorite yeah. sunglass line. Okay, that one. Come on, they got some. 
Okay, good, good job. No, it's Comme des Garçons. Comme is not Comme des Garçons. Interesting. It's Comme Comme des Garçons. Comme des Garçons. Comme des Garçons. No, come on. See, we 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 from New Orleans. We don't pronounce shit right. What's that? Jerry Mugler. Mugler. Did I say that right? Mugler. Listen, y'all gotta give me a pass because I'm talking in New Orleans accent. Mm. Of course a pass. So, yeah, there's no women. We know this. This is just fun what? in all games. But I know that one. Oh, this, yeah, this is a good one. This will, this will go fuck yeah. you up. Adidas. Adidas. <laughs> Adidas. That's not, what that sound like, the ice cream? Adidas. All day, I dream about sex. Adidas. Oh, really? What? Break it back. Go back. All day, who I dream about they? sex, huh? Who's, who does oh, that? Oh, some high school stuff. Whoever says Adidas wow. does that. Okay. It's Adidas. I'll put y'all on, see, I put y'all on the real meme. Thank y'all you, didn't know thank that. You, thank you, thank you. I didn't know <laughs> that. Bye, man. Okay. Okay. Danny Moore. All right, that's oh, it. You did good overall. Nice you did good. Come on, 30 19. I give you that. 30 19 in the building. Shout out to the Fighting Eagles. Dominican. Okay. Yeah. Mm. All right. So, 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 so. All right. I'm going to make myself a drink. Let's do that. So, um, you grew up in the hood, right? Yes. We know that, we know that story. The Magnolia Project, the third wall, right? Yeah, fortunately. All right, come on. See, I learned a little something over time. You have a keen eye for fresh style, you know, the design, getting fresh, and those types of things, um, and being a successful brand. So, like, you turn being in the hood into, like, a high-fashion, successful brand there. How do you stay true to your roots and also cross over into that luxury high-end brand? Uh... I think like this. This always been me though, you know. So I I think that's my that's my past. Like to to kind of doing whatever I want with fashion. Mm -hmm. Like cause fashion always been my thing since I was a little kid. So I think no, I wanted to kind of take a shot. Oh, you want a real shot? So I think people don't. If I try something in fashion, like these boots, nobody not gonna feel no type of thing. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, I'm not doing nothing crazy. I ain't wearing heels or nothing. This thing feels kind of crazy though. You heard him, he said yeah. he ain't doing nothing crazy. He wearing heels. I don't wear skirts. Uh, that was, oh, so we, that was yeah, one of our so. questions. It's funny that you said that. So you, you don't think uh -uh. that, you feel that clothes are, they shouldn't be gender neutral. Because uh, you do well in handbags, yeah, though. So but like, that's called a messenger bag. <laughs> so those that's been out since then. Mm -hmm. It's popular now, but mm -hmm. when we was wearing ballads in two thousand one, mm -hmm. they had the ballad messenger bag. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, but I mean, to some a, people, they would consider thing, it, a, it a purse. Like how a, not the saying people that, that consider it as a purse are the people that are like that's their roots. They kind of. Mm -hmm. They stuck in that time zone. They are, they actually are not fashion people. Mm -hmm. They like to look good. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not against nobody. If do, somebody want to wear a kilt or somebody want to wear heels, I like that. I'm cool with it. I'm not doing it. You know what I'm saying? I don't. Why not I wasn't though? raised. Why not push your style I'm to raised, see where it can go? Nah, because I'm from the hood. My daddy wouldn't wear that. Mm. My daddy has been the first guy. Uh, he wouldn't. I don't. I would never see him wear that. So it, it's. I think you know it go by. Like kind of what we talk, but we, mm -hmm. we now with social media, everything is so quick. It's like, okay, usually back in the day, we had to see what was popping off the TV or internet. You know what I'm saying? So now 
with social media. So back then I had, okay, if I go on 2001, I go on and I see Fabulous got the throwback jersey on. I see Jay-Z got the throwback jersey on. I guess this is what we doing. We doing throwback jerseys type. <laughs> it's how it's on. Mm -hmm. We have to listen to the music. Now I can come up with a style right now and get on Instagram, post it tomorrow. You might not like it today. I wear something like it again next week. You can run with, you can run with my style right in one day. You know what I'm saying? So everything is so quick. So I think that with fashion, it's like everybody always trying to find that new thing to do. And I think some people push the envelope further than others. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that anybody that wear like some heels or a kilt or something is, you know, mm -hmm. that's them. I don't want to wear a kilt. You know what I'm saying? I keep my stuff. I try to keep my style and all of that really in the coat. Like I, I kind of go around New Orleans culture and what's fashion forward as well. So I've grown into who I am in the New Orleans fashion world. I so it's like, mm -hmm. I feel like if I put these boots on, one of my homies from the hood with and what are these? But if he see me with them on, he like, oh damn, bro, that's cool. You're a trendsetter or an influencer. And then a month later, he be like, man, where you ordered the boots from? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I kind of, I'm in that zone, but I'm not, it's a bubble. Some people go further than, some people are behind in, in the bubble that ain't never get inside the bubble. Yeah, some people already was inside and they trying to keep staying on the ahead of the bubble. You know what I'm saying? I'm one of those people that's like right on the border, not ahead, but I'm right on the border because I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to do nothing that's like, man, come on, bro. So you do think too far is too far. So like how Kanye and Bianca is right now. He got this I don't like Kanye with like no, more. no shoes on and shit. I don't like, like Kanye that's too far. Kanye was the guy for a long time. And he's a cult. You know, he pushes the culture forward. Mm -hmm. I just think now these last six years, five years or whatever, I don't know. He the man said he's, he's going pantsless next. Like his goal is to go for no pants. I'm just happy for Kanye is an icon. He's a legend. He's nobody's bigger than Kanye in the fashion Would you go world. Though? No. <laughs> that's Kanye though, but you know that's his thing. Is he walking around in your I'm drawers and your boxes and shit. He, you gotta understand though. He is the biggest fashion person of all time. Like with with conjunction with his music career, his celebrity, and all of that. Anything Kanye says in the fashion. Used to, used to go. Mm. Now, people are he he just kind of, you know, he's one of the people, Kanye started his own bubble at this point. The bubble <laughs> yeah, I was speaking about, Kanye started his own bubble, so, which is cool. You know what I'm saying? I'm not against nothing Kanye's doing, mm. he's cool. I mean. Who do you think that you make clothing for? Um, or who would you say you make clothing for? I, I make clothes for, um, like the hip hop culture, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's partially the pop culture too, like, but it's just that that's my culture. That's what I go, that's what I know. That's what I, you know what I'm saying? I don't try to, I'm not trying to be a culture vulture to anybody else. Like I'm trying to make clothes for my culture. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like it's universal. I'm staying in the bubble of what's going on. Like if I make something, it's not going to be something that's outdated. You know what I'm saying? I might not be, some stuff I, I made this, I was the first person to do it, but 
some stuff I'm right on. I'm right with everybody else. I'm, I'm in the front. I have a couple of questions, but anything, Bayshiri? I do. So outside, just to go with that, outside of your Larry Morrow's collection, have you ever done like specific collections or specific designs for someone do, before? No, I don't do that. Okay. Because it's just, it's too much. And I, I got a one track mind, so I don't want to, I don't like people, I don't like to play with people's money because I'm focused on my thing right now. And I don't want to like forget about it or I don't want to, so stuff happens in the production world, you know what I'm saying? And I don't want to miss your deadline. I don't want to. Mm -hmm. So I really just want to focus on my thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That specifically, that was something that that's Larry's my brother. You know what I'm saying? And I was, I feel like that was an opportunity to mm -hmm. to give New Orleans what a piece of what the new New Orleans looks like. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, I, I love to do that opportunity. What does the new New Orleans look like to you? The new New Orleans? Um, uh, we are on the uprise. Yeah, I'm so young, glad you said that. So it's like young, fresh entrepreneurs with creative ideas. Um, I feel like everybody know everybody, I think. And we have an opportunity to be like the biggest city in the, even though it's small, like be the biggest city in the, country yeah but we got to work arts, together sure. yeah we have the, we have that mm. it's a bunch of new creators like you know what i'm saying larry is the person that's fucking I, I can curse. Yeah, curse. all right larry is the person that's like he's the forefront of what nightlife is like he's on he's your on your mount rushmore of new orleans nightlife yeah, you know what I'm and he's only like 31 32 you know what i'm saying so he's reinvented what New Orleans nightlife is supposed to look like. You know what I'm saying? He's also not only nightlife, he's in reinvented what entrepreneurship is supposed to be like. You know what I'm saying? You have somebody like a super that's, she's in, what's, what's it called? Like makeup? Um, Cosmetic cosmetics. Beauty. You know, she's in the cosmetic world doing her thing. So there's a bunch of people like that. You know what I'm saying? But I think if we all like came together more, it will look better, you we'll know what I'm saying? And it will be more, it'll be better for the culture of New Orleans. You got it, when we, back in the days, it was only cash money and no limit. Mm -hmm. It's not much else. Wild Wayne, Uptown Angela, that's it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Really? Nobody was into fashion, you know what I'm saying? You have people like, uh, I don't know if y'all know about Take Four Records, which mm -hmm. was mm -hmm. what Jubilee was under. Um, then you have, I think that's pretty much like, it's not much that we had to look forward to in the, on a creative standpoint. You know what I'm saying? Back then, I don't remember anything about art. I, I think, but that might, let me stop you. That might just be how you grew up or, you know, your upbringing because New Orleans is like the hub of people come here to spark their creativity, that's to right. get that sense of um like the renaissance but, it's the arts here so that's okay. your so let me, let me ask you this I'm actually, go ahead I'm actually, i gotta cut you off so what what good is it if it's not sparking nothing inside of the community so that's a great question because on one of your interviews and even earlier you said that when you get to about 60 years old you want to give the blueprint in the fashion game mm -hmm. that's fire but also so far away so how can mm -hmm. we like lend a helping hand or guide the new youth who's already being this creative currently today 
Right. Like if you don't, if not now, what do you think? Like what ideas can we bring to the table? Because there are like fashion institutes here as well, like small you know nonprofits and organizations that are pushing or having these a space for those creatives. You know what I'm but saying? That's why I'm saying if we come together, we can make those things. How bigger. are we gonna do it? So though? what does coming Is together look like in New Orleans outside of? partying right because very seldomly mm -hmm. do we come together on other platforms out of nightlife uh it's just it's gonna have to be somebody that has the recognition that everybody trusts and understands to bring it like to that's it's, it's a common denominator pretty I much think all of us have the recognition like you just say uh -huh. it's all individual recognition so it's probably just really coming together as a collective yeah it's gonna be a one saying, person or one collective i mean one you know you're you what other brand would you find yourself i think being that you've done this thing for Larry, but I also think, you know, collaborations are strategic and also can lift mm -hmm. up both brands. I don't think you have to wait till you get to a certain pinnacle to do that. So if you could do pick any local brand that's doing the work that could, you know, use the push, what local brand would that be in New Orleans? Um, I'm not going to say, I don't really like to speak on like who needs a push or anything. Everybody's moving on, on their own time and in God's time. So that's true. I don't want to say, okay, I will work with them because they need a push. You know what I'm saying? But uh, if you want to say a brand that I will work with, I will work with Made in the Hood. That's my brother. Okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? But I'm, I don't, I haven't done a collaboration yet because I feel like it has to make sense for me Absolutely. and them. That's and right. right now we both are catering to pretty much the same audience. Awesome. So real, realistically, we will be only giving people our creativity. But and there's other ways of collaborating with other people just as far as you'll see the the um what's the what's the rapper chick sweetie and mcdonald's so it can be yeah. any type yeah, of I collaboration mean, I, I was just speaking yeah. on more of the fashion standpoint you know what but I'm the saying? art standpoint the yeah. art standpoint so think of even just an artist yeah art by jay yeah so art. think of some apparel in that lane for y'all um, both to eat off of i think that would be pretty it's a bunch dope. Of, I, I, but I not art by jay because art by jay is on somebody else who's you know not so like pulling somebody up. I really like Tinian. his. You see, huh? you keep saying pulling somebody up, and I'm not looking at it that way. They already are who they're gonna be. You know what I'm saying? That's I'm good. just mean like collaboration is like a like work it, together it state. You know what I'm saying? I don't want them. I'm not trying so to be little nobody. So everything should leverage you as business. It is, but if I say that, yeah, I'm gonna pull them up, I'm automatically saying I'm bigger than you. And then like, oh, because you are. You just are. This is a good one. And that's so, facts. Stay on that shit. In terms of like feeling like it's business and leveraging that and always wanting a gain, we I I went through a process of like, I'm if I'm gonna be doing this, if I'm gonna be a creative for life, right? This is what I'm doing for the rest of my life. I've had seasons where I profited, I've had seasons where I didn't. What am I holding on to? Am I am I doing this because this is something that I love and I really desire to do it and I want to tap into my creativity? Or am I only just doing this for profit? You know, like as entrepreneurs, we have to start to put ourselves in places of like, yes, business is business. We do want the money. We do want to make sure that we're scaling and we're growing. But at the same time, if your business derives and starts from your creativity and it starts from your passions in your heart and your life, then at some point you do it because you do it. There's this lady that be outside of this building every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I've been in this building for three years consistently. If nobody putting a dollar in that bucket, 
that lady is out there doing that because that's what she loves to do and it makes her feel good yeah. now you know life is life we got bills to pay and everything like that but we have to also make sure that we're finding that healthy balance of both right. for sure so if you're collaborating yes collaborate with people that it makes sense to you but also yes collaborate outside of the scope of just your network. And Absolutely. I think that's the healthy balance. Strategic partnership or collaboration. So I really want to, you know, and if somebody wanted to work with you, let them know how they could like pitch. Yeah, I mean, dude, when you pitch the you're idea, open to that, it got, right? yeah, I'm definitely open to it. It just got, it got to make sense for the both of us. I don't even want it to just make sense for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's, if they're in business career, they should make sure it makes sense for both. Yeah, yeah and I say that because personally, people might come to me with the idea and it's low-key offensive. It's like, I've been doing this for so long, and you come in here just trying to, you know, take my motion. And that's kind of inappropriate. I mean, that's what a lot of people do. That's the... It's New Orleans, but I'm saying, though, you know, sometimes it does make sense. I think that is a majority, but also sometimes there are people that's really doing the work, and a collaboration could do wonders. Just as I've seen people work down here, work with um, Cafe... Cafe Du Monde, like that's really yeah. that a cool collab. Yeah. Could be a shoot. There's yeah, just so much going on. Politics did that. Yeah. yeah. So, I just think I just think that I'm sorry. Uh -uh. It's like I'm just so like into what I got going on, and I'm trying to like polish and grow as a designer, as a creative, and understand the business and all of that. Like that's where I'm at right now. You know what I'm saying? So I want to like be on point. It's and also with the business side of, so me never doing the collaboration, I don't really know yet how it works on the business side. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't okay. know if <clears throat> I put the money up, they put mm -hmm. the money up, right. or we split it, or you get a percentage, like, you know what I'm saying? So Should I sell it in my space? Should I, you know what I'm saying? Should we sell it? I haven't got into that yet because I'm not thinking on like a, a collaborative standpoint because I'm trying to focus and grow as a designer. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. <clears throat> I feel like I'm not for. So when, if a big company or somebody approach me, I want to be able to be a super on point with what I'm speaking about. Right, so do it now with something that's more local as far as collaboration makes. That's, that way when somebody like Nike, I heard you mention that, you would do a collab with Nike for a sneaker. That way when Nike gets in, you have all your ducks in a row. So why not do it with somebody local real quick, learn the game, because it looks different for everybody. Everybody's collaboration is different. It's y'all's terms. Y'all can do what y'all want with that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but even with Nike, if it don't make sense, I ain't doing it. I never said, I never said that, but I hear that. What's What's the biggest loss you ever took in business? Loss, I ain't taking no losses. I don't Come look on. at it like that. It's 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 a lesson, really. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I've been in situations where I might have gotten a production, a small production, and it didn't sell out as fast. You know what I'm saying? That's cool. As long as I made my money back, we just we got we trying again. Only thing we we didn't even waste time. We it just we spent some time on this. It wasn't what we thought it would be. It'll sell eventually, you know what I'm saying? And we just go to the next thing. So I've I got a friend that um I'm cool with. She does makeup in New York. When I was six months in, she ran into me in the bar. She like, I love what you're doing, you're doing good. She like, I just want to tell you something. Enjoy every process that you're going yes. through. She's yeah. like, at some point, you're not going to be able to be in the club. You ain't going to be able to be in the bar. You ain't going to be able to talk to everybody. She's like, enjoy every step, every process. Don't ever feel like you ain't doing enough or you haven't reached where you want to be at. Just enjoy the process. So now, <clears throat> me having five grand 
I was cool with it. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to five grand okay. to put into my production. I'm cool with it. I'm enjoying that. Like, yeah. cause I'm doing something I love anyway. So it's like, <clears throat> I enjoy that. So now when I have more than five grand, I'm still cool with that as well. You know what I'm saying? So every part, I'm not looking at it like, man, I want to be Louis Vuitton so bad. I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing that. You know what I'm saying? I know I could work harder, but at the same time, we're going to enjoy this shit. I know 10 years from now, my friend's going to be like, bro, 10 years ago. We Remember? Yeah. Crazy. You know what I'm saying? And so, that, that goalpost syndrome fuck us up, y'all. Like, you hit yeah. a goal, and you immediately ready to start a whole new goal. Like, we don't even allow ourselves to enjoy the experience of the fruits of the labor that we just poured in. We work, 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 work. And it's like, at what point are you going to celebrate the, the, the milestone that you I'm just accomplished? Because as soon as you you as soon as you accomplish it, you back at the drawing board trying to hit a new goal post. Like, nah, living yeah, that I shit. I celebrate on the weekends. I, I'm celebrating. <laughs> what do your celebrations look like? like? <laughs> shit, whatever my friends want to do, whatever we're doing, where we're going, club party game night at the store like we i'm celebrating i don't care you know what i'm saying and now it's to the point where people like people want to see you win yeah until you winning i was like when you having too much fun people gonna tell you uh you you having too much fun just like you got to come now like what like i'm, just, I'm doing this to have fun yeah you know what i'm saying so i don't know i'm in that state i don't i celebrate every chance that i get you know what I'm saying? Because I know it's at some point we're not going to be able to. Right. You feel I me? Mean? I could have another 40 years into this same career field. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But for the time, for me not knowing, I'm going to celebrate a lot. So I like that you're very big on, like, your friends and, and that mm -hmm. vibe. Like, the M-Line gang goes hey, ham, for okay? Sure. Y'all, y'all are, I'm talking about, it's a full-blown, like, He got those thing. on his back for They real. got pins, they got <laughs> tattoos. Everywhere they go when they're together, they rocking the brand. That support is really big there, yeah. and it's very important to have the support of your inner circle. A lot of times you hear entrepreneurship, you lose the support of your inner circle. Like, how does that make you feel that you're still able to foster that? Because I think... I don't know. I'm still the same person I was in high school. Like, yeah, I don't know. Sure. Listen, I treat my friends know I treat them the same. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I know I can't enjoy this by myself. You feel me? So I know that um, it's all my friends may not be financially taking in what I'm taking in. You know what I'm saying? Pause. And <laughs> <laughs> so it's like for that. I'm gonna, I'll do the extra. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't have a problem with it because we just gotta, I don't know, I just want them to experience as well. You know what I'm saying? Which sometimes that I do, that could be my downfall. You know what I'm saying? And I know how it could what be What could be your downfall? Like <clears throat> just overdoing, it, being a person that's taking on yeah. the most responsibility, footing the yeah. bill. But that's me though, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm nonchalant, I wanna have fun. I got a big heart, like, you know what I'm saying? So I don't be tripping. If we go in the club and it's tab is 1,500, it's 15 of us, I might spend 1,200. Yeah. Yeah, man, everybody else put in $40 or something. Like, you might die back into you too, though, right? <clears throat> yeah, they, yeah. My, when, I, when I say this is what we doing, or do y'all want to, they, they, they with it. My they friends, whatever, with, whatever I'm with. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So we gonna go, but at the same time, I'm also giving them like, 
I look at it like I'm also not giving them, I'm helping them with like the confidence and the courage and the thrive to keep, you know what I'm saying? The connection. Because this is something they'll, they'll tell me, you know what I'm saying? But we support each other. My friend had a, a um, usher and the same friend I'm telling you lended me the mm -hmm. the stuff to make my clothes. She had an usher in Miami for our Basel. It was 15 of us went out there. That's right. Mm -hmm. But that's what we on though, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like you got to move like that. If you ain't trying to, my friend, they, man, we already know. It's a karate. We, if one some person not by not move how we move, you got to go ahead. It's cool, though. Like, we not tripping. This what we on the day. If you're not on it, go home. <laughs> Period. It just is what it is. We drinking the day. You don't want to drink, go home. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, you got a choice. And all, most of my friends are uh, mid-30s, you know what I'm saying? So we then all been, we was at the bottom together. We... A lot of the people I hang with now, we've been friends since 14. Yeah. All my friends from high school, you know, mm -hmm. it's 15, 20, we still, we went to college together. Of course, everybody went their own ways, trying to figure out their careers and all of that. You know what I'm saying? This particular thing, the M-Line, was kind of bring everybody more back together, yeah. more closer. Now we got a, a group message of 20 plus people. Wow. And <laughs> Some days somebody can come, some days some can't. Some you definitely days we all... have all the support. And even like on like a high profile level, I mean, we've seen Jamar Chase, Lil Baby, Russell Westbrook wearing your stuff. So how are you acquiring this clientele, but also maintaining it? Um, so some of them, I have a best friend that stays in Atlanta. She, she, she's a banker. So she's given me some people that she might be like a little baby. That was her client. And she wow. kind of like bought him a gift for his birthday and he just liked it. And then we connected from there. You know what I'm saying? Jamal is from here and we connected. So it's different, different, it's all different types of situations. So relationships. Yeah, that's, that's how you're going to get, a lot of times people want the recognition mm -hmm. for something that you did. So you might get, say for instance, you might know Beyonce and you, I give you a package to get the Beyonce, but you make it seem like you, I, just, you got the I package. Got, yeah, yeah. And not really put you. She want to get the credit for giving Beyonce the package. But it's not work. It's not listen. This is my man's clothing line. He yeah. is. That happens. Oh, that's interesting. I hate to hear that. Mm. Nah. Speaking of relationships, because you kind of threw that in there. Are you dating? Are you single? Are you are you in a relationship? What does that look like, Mr. James Mays of M Line for take the your city? Shot now. You can take a shot if you need to. Okay. Mm, take it on back. Take it on back because you go answer it. Yes, yes, my boy. <laughs> my life is complicated. Complicated. It's complicated. That's what the status say. So there's like <laughs> no girlfriend. Complicated. No, it's just complicated. It's complicated. Do you desire to date? Uh no. What is dating? Not <laughs> really. It's, Rapid yeah, fire. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a yeah and it's a no. I think like everybody don't appreciate good energy. Mm. You know okay, what so what is, what is, um, if you had to describe your ideal partner, what characteristics would that partner possess? Funny, ambitious. Hold up now. I don't have a pen, freak, but go ahead. <laughs> funny, funny, ambitious. Funny, ambitious. Beautiful. Um, just a, a big heart. I got two kids, so you gotta like, you know what I'm saying? Have a not a liking two kids, but respect to my kids. Um, and much like maturity. You know what I'm saying? I think a lot of people just aren't mature. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Accountability. It's just, you know what I mean? So, I'm not I'm not big on I'm speaking like this because I'm not big on like 
private telling. Like, you know what I'm saying? I rather people kind of guess what I have going on. Even when, with me being in a relationship, when I was like. What do you mean? Private telling. What is I'm not, if, if me and my girl get into it, you're not going to hear about it on Instagram. Yeah, you you're should. not going but we should, we, but we hear it all the time. Though. Yeah, we do. You see what I'm saying? So it's like. So if you, pri- so you, uh, you private with your business. How do you feel about being private with other people's business? Not saying that you're like running, but what if, what if one of your dudes is like bringing a side chick around and you know, he got a girl. Like, you know, he got a girl. That's all his business. But it's just like, we we cool with sis to the side (laughs) chick. You go sis the side chick. Yeah. for the. And you cool with the the main chick. That's the space. Oh my goodness. My partner don't cheat though. So, you know, we, you know, we've matured, so we don't cheat. You know what I'm saying? Maybe we was in our twenties. Okay, you don't cheat. You agree in like no, open I don't, relationships. Not for real. Black men don't cheat. Do I don't, my girl, no, I don't cheat. Because now, now that's the thing. It's no, like now smart. we at a place where people be like, I don't cheat. I don't condone in cheating. So I know I have the desire to be with other people. I want you for myself. So now we just go call this open relationships, and we just gonna just be open. Like, how do you feel about yeah, open listen, relationships? I would love an open relationship. Because okay, I'm gonna just give it to y'all. I'm single, but ladies, like, he's single. You know what I'm saying? Because I can't say I can't not say that and then say what like I'm about to say. You see right, what I'm saying? Okay. And so I'm yeah, I'm single. You know what but I'm saying? People but be doing it too. And and but go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. But I got a respect for somebody. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's why I say it's complicated. But it's like. Open relationship. I feel. I don't feel like people are meant to be in relationships, mm. like committed. Talk relationships. about it. I, am I feel like. Feel I feel that. like not. I'm saying exclusive, exclusively committed to one person relationships. I don't think that's a real thing. Why not? I think because people don't know how to master the, the honeymoon stage. Like what do you we mean? don't. You when we're in the honeymoon stage, we are giving our best self. We're giving our best energy. We're trying to show you what I'm capable of. It's all of that. And then once we get comfortable, it just goes away. I feel like that particular stage is what we are supposed to learn how to stay in. It could you be that, or it could be just the individual who's always reaching for greater. You know what I'm saying? Like always on the same page of being a better person every single day. It wasn't just for, we're not just doing this for gifts or No, it's not the, the gifts. No, it's, it's more no, so it's not the gifts, it's the energy. Day. I agree with you in the sense of like feeling like we're not meant to just be exclusively with one yeah, everybody, person. Everybody mad and the reason why I say that is because do you know the amount of pressure that it puts on that one person to have to be your all, to be your everything, to be this pillar of I'm only going to get this from you and only you. Now, there's manipulation that comes into that. You know, you got c- controlling things of that nature. But I do feel that we do have to get to a place in relationships that we are properly allowing ourselves to experience stuff from other people. I may just be sexually active with you, but I have a friend that is a male of mine that I can lean into for emotional support because you're not an emotional man. Now I'm looking at you like you ain't emotional enough, but that's not in your DNA. Are you feeding into my point that I'm saying? I agree. It's supposed to be like in a committed one. It don't work. Name me somebody that's happy, married or not. It's only almost, like it's I only about two percent of the people that get over the hump of being married for thirty that. years. I, I ain't nothing people through that. Happy, but they've learned to develop our way of thinking and don't put that pressure 
on their marriage in that way. That's that don't mean that they shit. that don't mean that they're open and allowing themselves to date other people or fuck other people, I mean, but you know person, I don't think I'm not gonna ever be in a like committed relationship again because I love love. Mm -hmm. Like I'm a one woman man. Yes, what you want to let someone inside? No, I'm not that. I mean, <laughs> I'm listen. I ain't gonna hold you when I when I'm in a getting a relationship. I'm tunnel vision. I don't see nobody but you. So why you need because I know Listen, I know, huh? Then why do you need an open relationship? Because I'm mastering the 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 whole shit. It's huh? not it's not really possible to be in that. Like okay, let's say you say you're tunnel vision, but what we just if, taught that way. Huh? We just taught we that. Are way. Taught that. Are we taught that way? I'm not taught that way. But it's hard. It's hard. I don't really know. Like y'all raised to love and be get married and say women, women, y'all raised women, to love women and are we are. So listen, think about when you were children. Women are raised to be groomed to be wives. Period. Yeah. From little in girls. Certain households. In most households. Most households. We, we speaking out. We speaking speak majority. From a mass majority, little girls are given dolls. They're given cooking sets. They're given all these things that domesticates them and teach them how to be wives also all of the stories all of the movies that we were giving gives us prince princess charming relationship type vibes boys yeah. are not given that they're not given no well not no more it's different now we're talking about our generation of people yeah. we ain't talking the about the right we taught to be dogs y'all y'all are y'all taught to store y'all your roads Figure it out. Don't just be with one woman. So we're actually taught the reverse. But you say, I'm not, I don't have to speak to everybody else. I'm talking about this party right here. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you said that you're a tunnel vision in relationships, but For you sure. want an open relationship. So let's say, let's paint this picture. What if your partner wanted to have an extra dude or a girlfriend on the side? Like so you don't play don't like, play like what? That. That's what, what I'm saying. We're not in a relationship. That's what I'm saying. So. Listen, you. A relationship is open listen, relationship. Listen, I don't even talk to. I would never talk to a girl that's letting me know she got, she having sex with another nigga. Okay, let's say I'm she not, has sex listen, with another woman. I don't care if she mine or not. Having sex with another woman. Ooh. See, the double standards are crazy. Hey, I might take that on the chin. The double standards. <laughs> but no, are what I'm crazy. saying is like he I don't. Said he might I don't. Take that on the chin. I'm not, I ain't. I ain't, <laughs> I ain't dealing with no married woman. Mm -hmm. I ain't dealing with no woman in the in a relationship. Right. And on top of that, if you got like a side dude and I know y'all having sex, I'm not doing that. It it like, takes it's, a, it's just a competition. Mm, and, and, men and, don't like to compete. Y'all heard that? Men don't like to compete. What's competition? Man, the competition over I, and, and let me tell oh, you something. Yeah. But you are. But you are. I had a dude to tell me that. I was I, I literally said out my mouth, made a best man win. Like I'm a I'm a recently single woman, like it is what it is. You are in That's cool. you are competing me for me. But you, you know you that already. Just don't let me know. So you know that. Lie. So I'd rather okay. just you so rather feel like you rather me lie and be like, you the only nigga, so babe. Good. So you, you the only one. Say, you want me to come and say, I'm handsome, right? <gasps> I smell good all the time. So, <laughs> I'm saying I do. Do I not? I don't know, sweetie. Not sure I don't know. Listen, do what I'm saying. I look good all the time. So why should I feel, if you got the leverage to feel like me the best man win, I should have the leverage to feel like you me the should. best woman win. I, I won't tell you that, babe. That's disrespect from me to you, to tell you mm, that. Me the best nigga you win. You see what I mean? Period. Like, I'm saying, but that's why I'm trying to tell you if that was me, if you was telling me that, I won't talk to you no more. I don't got time for it. I, I cut him off. I don't got time because you stroking like you 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 telling me 
I'm not good but, enough already. But that's not true because so so the context. Let me get a context of that story. A dude will say things like, so let's say, for instance, I fall back for whatever reason I decide to fall back for. I could be busy. I could be focused. The first thing a nigga say is that other dude must be there or you must be playing. Y'all know y'all be doing but stuff like that with the other you dude told around. Him they got, you told him you No, no, no. Already. This was before. This this was No, that's before. an insecure dude. I don't so speak on But dudes no other do that. Dudes will be you quick to mention dude. another dude. You need to come tell my partner. Oh, I don't know about doing no, your partners. Your partners, they party every weekend, James. We can't do your partners. I mean, we got good energy. Uh, what I'm saying energy. is, listen, I said to somebody this the other day, the world would be a much better place if women stopped giving fuck boys sex. True. Much better place. So Team if you mess with it, I'm going to put y'all on some game right now. Talk to me. If you mess with a guy and he talk about another man to you, Cut don't talk to him. Cut him off. I agree. Did I'm that, done that. Listen, because you, you just got, you're supposed to be secure within yourself okay. to talk about yourself or talk about her to make her feel like this is who I want to talk to. Mm. You see what I'm saying? I, I don't know what my partners talk about, but if they if they came out that they was talking about another man in their conversation, I'm gonna tell them, well, you been a fuck nigga. Don't yeah, do that. Yeah. And me and my partners gonna we gonna bring him to court in the group message and clown on him. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> to make him know that's not, you know. So you you a, you feel like reserve the puss from the fuck niggas. But what about the dudes that's not fuck niggas? Is it cool for her to just be openly being with good guys? Not, real niggas gonna treat you right. So she right. could be sexually active listen, with multiple if, real niggas? I ain't, listen, any woman that I ever been around, you see what I'm saying? When they're around me, we good. They good. It's cool. I'm going to treat them with good energy and respect. I don't call no women, no bitches, no hoes. You see what I'm saying? No matter, it don't, this don't matter how me and my partners talk. To a woman, I wouldn't do that. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? I don't disrespect no woman. And now I'm not a trick, but now. What's a trick, James? What is that? What's a trick? It's somebody, you know what a trick is. Somebody What's the difference between a trick and a simp? Yeah. A simp? Yeah. A trick you and can't a simp. A trick, nah, They're kind right. of, you know, no, 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 no. So I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you. A simp just take him over out of the equation. We're not even going to talk. Like, I don't know. But that's the question. But a, a but fuck what? nigga. A simp is a fuck nigga. Same thing. Okay. A dude that's just doing the most he of he ain't got no he, chance. He corny, he lame. No, he corny, he lame, he do lame shit. Mm. He, you see what I'm saying? He pillow talk. He. That's a simp. Okay, okay. Because okay. see, I thought a simp was a dude no. that just like overly expressing how much he likes yeah, you. He's bombs. over long, love bombing love? you. Like he's love, he's just he all over you and that's it's a, not a, being so reciprocated. That's a, that's a fuck nigga is what you just described to me. So like a simp is a dude. So what they're saying, a simp is supposed to be a dude that's just like when somebody say you a simp as you, I fuck with you, I fuck with you, I like you, but he's not getting that same energy reciprocated back to him. Maybe I'm a simp ain't in my vocabulary, but I thought that's what simp simp is like. It could be interchangeable to a degree. It must got True. its levels. You start at like level simp and then you work your way up to fuck niggery. So all of this and all of that. So as far as relationships, I find as though in 2024, it seems like, well, I don't know. I can't. I'm last thinking. Last year was the year to split. It split was. What? 2023, year to split. A lot of people split last year. That's true. Oh, that's terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> as far as it seems like women are taking on this role of they're more masculine. They're the they're wearing the pants. That's why it's the year to split. Oh, for real? Yeah. Split like because the women aren't women aren't soft anymore. Like mm, I agree. Ah. And they're not everybody not as women feel like it's it's a bad thing to be as a collective, not right. One 
women feel like it's a bad thing to be um, submissive. So why do you think that is in today's social world? Media. Because social women, media? it's easy for women to make money now. So it's a money factor. For sure. Okay. They can do it's it. The women, leadership. Listen, it's a good thing. Role. It's a good thing for the household and for the women. But you gotta you still economy. gotta be submissive to your man. You got you still gotta like treat him the right way. You know, with respect. So what example is that setting when you say you want to have an open relationship? Because you have kids, right? Yes. You want to have an open relationship. Right, that means either you have bring another partner around. No, I didn't say I want to have an open relationship. I said that would did be I? fun. I'm sorry, I thought that. <laughs> I did. I said that would be fun. Like, you see what I'm saying to me? Can you, we rewind the tape? No, what I'm saying, I just said, but no, I said that. I said that. I hear that. I, I, listen, I'm no, sure I, I definitely said that. Sure. I don't want. No, I'm saying I don't want. I said I don't want that for myself. Yeah, you, you see did what say I'm saying? You're a one woman man. You did. I'm a one woman. I don't want man. Ain't no. I don't. I can't fathom me thinking about somebody else hitting my girl. I can't do it. Okay, so I can speak for so. Y'all seem like y'all were raised very traditional. You say that you grew up want to be a princess and all that. I grew up want to be a king. Hmm. My mom was a Which single is, mother. Ooh. But what I'm saying, it hasn't prepared me to be a wife. I haven't been groomed to be no one's you got wife. Got self enough for a man though. Right. For real, man. Listen, exactly. So I haven't. I don't know any of that. I think of like I'm providing for myself. What a man has is only gonna add on. But listen to this. You so provide for yourself. We all should. What you say? We all should provide for ourselves. Absolutely, but it's a money factor that you're saying that a woman has more, more of the boot cut in the relationship. Yeah. Listen. The, I mean. So I, where is it stemming from? It's like I know it's stemming from my upbringing because my mom was a single mother and my dad wasn't in my household, and so literally as of a few months ago. I moved in with my dad. And I think from like being with him, it's been challenging to say the least, but I've really grown to be able to define myself and he's making me, he's toning me down. You know what I'm saying? So it's helped me define myself. But I think it really plays a part with having those two parents in the household. So when you're dealing with people, definitely consider upbringing because everyone's, their base point is different. So it's not more so, it may not be money. My shit ain't money, I can have a dollar. But I'm gonna still carry myself the same way as I would yeah. If I had a it's meal, leadership as you should, but you, I feel like but still feel like the man. Did he have a man in the household? Well, no. What I'm saying, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't equate women not being soft and submissive just primarily with money. I think that they're they're being put forced to be put in more of a leadership role. When you are, first of all, this is me. I might go deep, but I'm gonna go there. I feel Let's like. When, when God, if you believe in God and you believe in all this, when he made man and woman, he made man, he gave man a purpose and he gave man work immediately. What's the woman's purpose? I feel that the woman's purpose is to help the overall unit of the family. Like literally. The man That's comes my first. The mm -hmm. woman was created from the rib of the man. Yeah, so she's so a part a, of him. It's to they're drive. One. They're one. Correct. Mm -hmm. So... That's not the same today in 2024. Oh, okay, so this. Why, would, why just can't be like... 60, 40, 50, 50. It's 100, like, it's 100, okay. 100. It's 100, 100. You know, y'all know what I mean. I'm yeah. talking about a million be technical. We're talking about bills and money. No, wise? I'm no, talking about period. Okay, listen, I'm going to tell you something. Why? I got, I got, it's me and my son, I, me and my two sons in mm -hmm. the house. I get up, I bring my sons to school. I cook for them at night. I you wash have a it. Time. Yes, okay. I washed it. No, I, I got seven days on, seven days cool. off. Cool, cool, cool. So I got my kids Man. half the year. Yes. So I cook for them. I wash their clothes, I iron their clothes, I get up and bring them to school in the morning, pick them up from school, 
I tell them how to see, how you doing? Thank you, yes. yes. But I tell them how to wash the ass. Yeah. yeah. You see what I'm saying? So what do I need a woman for besides one thing? To Which soften the home. Let me, so I can tell you. Yes, you need her sexually, because that's the way we, we design. But a woman is going to want soft in the home. She's also going to alleviate some of that work that's on you, because you're doing it right. So bringing in a woman into the home is going to carry some of that load that give you the space that you need to kind of pour it back into yourself as well. Bringing a woman into the home also brings in the feminine dynamic. We live in a world, we don't just live in a world with men. We live in a world with women too, and feminine and masculine. So having that energy in the home, most of us didn't have the other one or the oh, other yeah. side. You just say you didn't have your dad in the home, right? Mm -mm. My mom and dad was together, but at some point, I didn't have my dad in the home. Did you have your dad in the home? I grew up with my my under my dad and my stepmom. But so, so I had a mom too. So listen, mom would say, I want to chime in mm -hmm. and tell you something. So you said the the feminine side, like. So me, my the, the relationship me and my mom had, she had, she would tell me when I leave her to give my sister a hug, give my sister a kiss, give my brother a dap. Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? So I give, I tell my my sons to, man, dad, like they fight all the time, but it's like, listen, bro, this is not how we operate. Some people like these sons that operate like that because mm -hmm. they feel like that's gonna teach them how to fight. I'm trying to teach my sons how to be brothers. How to love. You know what I'm saying? Love. So I tell them I love them, all of that. Like, you know what I'm saying? So. That's what I'm saying is... I, I think, pers like, where I'm at, we putting all our money together. But like, we, we put, we no, putting don't it... Don't get me wrong. We I'm putting it in. I'm going to bring money to the work. table like you going to bring money to the table. So, so whoever I'm with, not going to... I just asked you why the whole thing, it ain't, it ain't. The whole thing. So why... I, I can... I'm a damn you gonna cook. You going to cook? Because it's going to be something. I'm going to say cook. Because I'm over here balancing these checks and balancing these accounts. It seems like y'all are all, y'all are both right. agreeing. Y'all just we have different agreeing. spaces of perspective. Right. So we could put a pin in that one. So, M-Line Ball is coming up February 2nd. You, first of all, congratulations on that. I've never seen, like, a New Orleans entrepreneur that is high in the fashion industry cross over into productions and the level of productions that you are actually partaking in. Big day, big day. You got something sure. that has never been done before. I know everything about your brand is for the culture, is for the city. So tell us about the M-Line Ball. Like, what you got coming up, my boy? So this year's M-Line Ball, um, we are actually honoring Birdman. Mm. We have a special guest as well, like, the Birdman. Birdman. The actress Birdman, number Baby one. Baby Brian, Bobo, you, you can, can call, call me what you feel. feel. <laughs> I'm with the platinum girl, hey, okay? So, look at <laughs> was three years old. She don't even remember the line. <laughs> so this is Birdman is one of those people. He's like a mitt. You know what I'm saying? He's like your Jay Z. You know your Russell Simmons. He that person that like in New Orleans. He's never been honored in New Orleans. Is well deserving. You know what I mean? Birdman gave us that culture. He gave us that confidence. He gave us that. Man, listen, talk your shit. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? When he come in the game, he's saying, nobody could got more cars than me. Nothing. We stunting. Nobody ain't going to rap better than Wayne. Listen, I got Drake with me. I got Nicky with me. I got Young. You know what I'm saying? He And he's the still that person high. that <laughs> he gave us so much that people don't even understand. He really gave us in New Orleans culture. Like, we arrogant as fucking New Orleans. We are. 
it, it's in a humble way. It's so it's smooth. in a humble way. We're that's not star. We're not starstruck. Yeah, that's that's the but that's kind of hindering us a little bit. But he gave that to us, like you know yeah. what I'm saying. Like man, listen. This is what we do. This up. You know what I'm saying? So, so in line ball, you know, like it's always dropped the Friday before Mardi Gras. If you guys are not familiar, the, here the, the, the Friday, the Friday before, before Zulu. Zulu ball. Well, but that's the Friday before Mardi Gras, right? No, Zulu same, ball same. is the Friday before Mardi Gras. So we it, it, we, we eleven days before it. Mardi Gras every eleven day. days before yeah. Mardi Gras, but the Friday before Zulu Ball it always I'm drops. Sure. If you're not familiar, so definitely come into you know. Um, our season of Mardi Gras, you know, y'all always attending. This is where you're going to get black, you're going to get culture, right. you're going to get fashion, you're going to get the only ball that includes food that yeah, I know of. For sure. Mm-hmm. So okay. it's like we 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 wanted to give that uh, we want to be innovative, and we want to give the flowers to the people that of New Orleans culture or tied to New Orleans culture that deserve it, and we wanted to keep it like young fresh you know what i'm saying the fresh so i really want to push it more into like a met gala vibe like okay. be creative when you come in here you don't have to wear all black tux like you know what i'm saying be creative when you it keep it in a ball form it's you know what i'm saying a yeah a met gala form is the best way i can explain it. it's more like costume like yeah you know what i'm saying just I'm do your board. thing mm-hmm. yeah so i think this year is gonna we're gonna get that point across because we having the best dress contest Ooh. What's, so, the, what's the dollar amount being rewarded? Um, we're going to do a $500 M-Line gift card, and I'm trying to go with, I think I'm going to do a $500 cash reward. Mm-hmm. So we're going we're gonna to have, it's an hour span, so for maybe like the first hour on the red carpet vibe, we're mm-hmm. going to pick the flyest three, three to five people, wow. and you're going to get judged on stage in front of everybody at a certain time frame. So when you do that. by the applause? Yeah, like Apollo. Probably, you know what I'm saying? Can so I be Kiki everybody, Shepherd? yes, everybody. Can I really be Kiki yes. Shepherd? We're gonna decide who is the the best dress. You know what I'm saying? I can't be in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, because no. you know when I get in it, of course yeah. you win. Whatever. I mean, stuff happens. But so let let every, our audience know like how they can get tickets. This is also in collaboration with Like Minds Dying Production, right? Sure. So shout out to Kristen, another dope producer here in New Orleans well, that started entrepreneur here in New Orleans and she's doing amazing things across the globe as well so plug yeah like my like mine's down she's doing she's did production for BT revolt mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying me and Christian been friends almost 20 years and this is an idea that we came that we put into the the universe a few years ago and then it's coming to fruition now you know what I'm saying so if you want to come, you can get the tickets at Ticketmaster or at thefillmore.com. You just put type in M-Line Ball, it's going to pop up. Yeah, it's going. we're going to have a dope vibe. It's definitely going to be super New Orleans culture. You know what I'm saying? You're going to get classy. You're going to get hood. You're going to get fashion. We, they, our caterer is one of the best in the city. Cool. Prolies. He's been he's been a catering the food for three years now. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's so my boy, baby is, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> and we we put on a real production. You know what I'm saying? So this year we got some super like big surprises and some wild moments. Oh, yes. And you know, come put that shit on and enjoy yourself. This is to me, it's the best ball. Yeah. Period. And yeah. it's my birthday. 
That's my yeah, that's yeah. I mean, second, like you got we have it's like thirty two. balls down so here. I'm about to cut off at the M line ball. So if y'all trying to really and like, and, and, and the whole crew, the Listen, whole if you know you know crew. I got a bottle for her. In the table. I got some douce for her. Do I got a ripple. We got our table. We about to cut yeah. off. So the whole if you know you know crew pair with M line ball. February we make it work. Birdman hammer. We gonna build it. Make sure y'all show up. <laughs> If you know, you know. Yeah. If you yeah. don't, you just found out. We really want to thank you for coming. And we do have a gift for you. Okay, cool. Where is yes. it? So, gifting yes, is our love language. You know, we always say that oh, here at yeah. If You Know You Know podcast. You want to, we could do a shot. We could definitely like pour I'll a get shot it. while we're gifting. What are you this shooting? It, I feel like it's um, short. What? The yeah. podcast? Yeah. It's short. We've been, been on for an hour having and 30 a great minutes. conversation, honestly. We've been rolling. An hour and 23 minutes. You feel like you won't keep going? I don't know. I mean, cool. I don't know. I feel like hey, this is a good interview. Started. Yeah, we just getting started type just, of thing. We're just getting well, started. Well, I'll explain why. Okay, well, but whatever. We're going to give. Today's gift is brought to you by Rain Dazzle. So definitely open it up. Thank we, like, you. we like our people to show our gifts. You know what I'm saying? You can pour me up. This uh, Rain Dazzle. What? You say Rain Dazzle. Rain Dazzle. Oh, I thought that yeah, was Yeah, Rain Instagram Dazzle line. did it. You know, like, we like, oh. we, we like, we, we're trying to get our merch game up. Like your you know, 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 you I lost my mom like two years ago, so her birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday. So, so, so this mama weekend, I'm going to be secluded. I'm going to be by myself, just chilling, relaxing. Okay. You're not celebrating this weekend? You're celebrating oh, her celebrating. Yeah, I'm celebrating, but I'm going to Houston and just like give me a James, that's the half a cup. I just drunk He's some. saying, um, he's saying he's going to Houston to chill. I'm saying that because that's it's real great. talk. You don't I, get my, I get my fashion. My, baby. my daddy was like cool and fresh and all that, but my mom was really Choose like that. that. Girl. That you know what I'm saying? So I think that's just I'm, why I'm it's kind of My kids like, feel like that about me. <laughs> yeah, your kids got your whole personality. Seriously, <laughs> man. Seriously. They buy me shit. Shout out to my mom. My mom shout named Sunshine, y'all. Yeah, shout out that's, to Sunshine. That's so dope. Hence the flowers. And I have a daughter. Her name going to be Sunny. Cute. I like it. All right. So her name's going to be Savannah, where her nickname is Sunny. No. He said she. I never <laughs> said that. It's Sunny. So the nickname for... The name for Sunny is Savannah. I feel like Savannah. the name for Savannah is Sunny or something like that. Either well, it was way. really going to be, it was supposed to be Samaj, <laughs> which my name spelled backwards. backwards. But that's your cousin's name, right? No. No, that's my best friend name. No, that is, no. Savannah. Yeah. But you know, my mom, I think Sunny is like Sunny. suiting. Cool. Cheers, Cheers to Sunny and Sunshine. sunshine. No, just Sunshine. I got Sunny. Sunny yeah, she coming. He manifested yeah. it right here live on If You Know Podcast. <laughs> and if you didn't know, you just fucking found out. Cheers. Mm. Mm. On Thursday. Oh, yeah, yeah. How you feeling? So, I feel good. I love this podcast. Who you want to bring and... to the table? Who you think would be a good fit to uh, bring next that we, we haven't had yet? Larry. Mm hmm Um... Uh, Tucci, made in the hood. Um, bring Kenneth's art up here. Kentry, Ken, bring Ken. Super exciting. Know, I, shout out to you, um, Ken. Just to plug, when I first started B. Cherie, Ken did like my first couple of 
designs on my logo. She always like she painted. She painted the shit in here. Like right. Ken came in here and did this shit in here too. I, I fuck with Ken. Like yeah, go ahead. Seven. Give uh, us seven. Look, right there. I gave y'all three already. Give us three. All right. So Larry, Tucci, Ken, R by J, uh, Super. I love Super. Um, Sid, VCO. Mm-hmm. Um, congratulations, Sid and Cam, but they about to have a baby. Right? Yeah. Um, damn, y'all should get Rob up in here. Rob for nine. Yeah, you got the plug. You got the plug. Shout out, look, Rob for nine. Damn, you heard me do all this, girls. Like, yeah. If you know, you know. Come sit at that table. Yeah, get get black up in here. And also the last three people, I think this should be people that's really like close to people that's behind the scenes, that's doing the work and yes. that y'all don't really get to see. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like my best friend, she's like behind the scenes. She's not, she, she don't, her name is Samaya. She don't, Samaya, yes. she, she would, I don't think she would ever you. come sit right she here. She, she would, we'll make a, we'll make if, she, if you give her like three shots, she might sit down. That. But she's like, you know, she do the work behind mm -hmm. the scenes. She's a, a part of everything and she know everything that be going on. So it's people like that. You could get real gems out of, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But they don't get the, 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 the attention, uh, the tension, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Jaren, Jaren, Jaren is sure. an actor and too, an so actor, yeah. Actor. And Jaren just started a Jaren new, the jerk? No, no, one of my own, but he just started a new candle company called Candy Candy, candy Lady, so and his, it's dope. This candle so company bomb. is uh, mixed around everything that the candy lady used to sell. And it smelled like everything. So it's like so frozen it's frozen cups, cups and chips, honey buns. Honey buns, it's dope. So it's all, this, it's not the stinky smells of the candy lady. It's the, ah. it's the good ones, you oh, know what I'm saying? Okay, Jaren is an actor and he is an entrepreneur who started his own candle company. So it's a, it's a bunch of people. And I think those three people, y'all definitely should look into like behind the scenes people because you could get some real close detail and of what goes on type of thing. You know what I'm saying? But I'm super happy that y'all gave me this opportunity because I like your energy. She's super consistent mm -hmm. and like to the point. She's not a diva. It's not. Nah, until you learn that definition. Yeah, I'll the definition. Diva, yeah. And your energy is always up and you know what I'm saying? It's, it's always high. So I definitely appreciate y'all. You're welcome. So Thank you. Thanks for If you know, you know. Period. Yeah, y'all put me on the point with the relationship thing. Yeah, see? See, we got you. It's good. We always go get yeah, the first like drop. All right, let's go.